0: This episode of What's in the Box Office is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From the streets to the peaks, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released, and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you are able to attach smaller products to your backpack Roller or tote. We just went on a trip. We've talked about this uh, last week. It's finally on the other side of it. And uh, having the right bag is always crucial, especially because at the end of the trip, you have dirty clothes, you have clean clothes. Everything doesn't fit exactly as it did when you first packed it. So having the convenience of a good bag and having pouches and, and places to put things Is It really comes in handy on that last day when you're like, I just want to go home, but I can't get everything in here. You know what I mean, Noah?
1: I certainly do. Uh, It also helps if you go on a vacation like we did where you uh, feel like you physically barely made it back alive. Yeah. Something Mm -hmm. that's easy to carry. Something that's easy to get from the car to the house. Uh, Love love any extra ease they want to give me. Yes. We are teaming up with
0: DB to exclusively offer our listeners 10% off your next purchase by using the code... Pod 10, P-O-D-10, the number 10, that is. Or, going to the link in our show notes. DB, it's time to move on. Time to get going. Hello, everyone. I am the host of What's in the Box Office, Brian.
1: And also, it is me, Noah, the host of What's in the Box Office.
0: And uh, if you listened to last week, you know, we left you on a big cliffhanger. Uh, Two of them, actually. Would uh, Free Guy do well in its second weekend? And would we have a new episode this week? Well... Uh, yes and no. As it turns out, we give you we, we decided to give you one of each. Thought that would balance out. It's all about balance, as a because super, it's super a super it's balance.
1: a give and take. This podcast, we give and we take. That's right. And uh,
0: and also by taking away a new episode, we are also giving you kind of a new thing. We've never done this before.
1: Yeah, uh, this is exciting.
0: But uh, before we get into that, I do want to quick... Well, actually, let's just talk about it. Before we have into this, we're re-releasing an episode. We're re-putting an episode out there. Uh, The idea of it was similar to Noah's Come and Gone from a Theater Near You. We'd look back at a time on this exact weekend a few years ago, see where we were as as a box office movie culture, see what was going on in theaters, what was exciting, what was happening... And so we're going to play to you. What is what are the dates on this? I had this up uh, here.
1: The dates. I don't have the dates. I do believe it is episode 18. Episode 18 uh, of the whole show. This is from, way uh, back in the beginning. Yeah. Back from the end of August 2018.
0: I can tell you exactly uh, what the. Crazy uh, Rich
1: Asians had recently come out. The Happy Time Murders was trying to dethrone it at number one it didn't yes, work
0: the, it did not we talk a lot about that in particular it was the 18th episode of our podcast um and uh we both listened to it i listened to last week no more recently
1: but listening back to it it is an interesting kind of time capsule right yeah no i i agree there are a few uh, a few reasons this episode caught my eye uh in addition to just lining up perfectly with the weekend it's a It's a great example of a recurring theme we talk about here at what's in the box office about uh, the the success of movies made for other markets. You don't have to make every movie trying to get you and me to go see it. There's plenty of other fucking people in the world and they will they would love to go see movies for them, mm. as we saw with crazy Rich Asians. It's also, I think just a nice to go back to a time when we could just talk about the box office movies were coming out regularly and we could be like oh that that happened and that didn't happen and that's good and that's bad and we didn't have to couch it with who knows what'll be happening in four months
0: yeah i was we'll,
1: we'll never be able to explain what's going on right now exactly
0: i was looking at the chart and like crazy Rich asian is obviously making money the meg had crossed 100 million mission impossible fallout was like a week away from 200 uh, uh, Hotel Transylvania three is about to cross one hundred and sixty. Equalizer two is about to cross one hundred. Mamma Mia one hundred and fifteen. Ant Man and the Lost two eleven. Incredibles is close to six hundred. I mean, just like these amounts of money that we just aren't seeing right now. It was really fun to go back and go. God, look at all that money being spent on movies. That was fun. Yeah. Was um, simpler time. Simpler time. <laughs> 40 years ago. Uh, but I can't leave you hanging because uh, things did happen this weekend that should be addressed. Free Guy made eighteen point eight million again this weekend. That's thirty three point eight percent drop in its second weekend. This has been the summer of steep falls after weekend one, and this bucked the trend. It opened good. It held incredibly well. It's at just under sixty million dollars. This has a shot, this original content IP. Of getting to $100 million in a pandemic. That's exciting. Word of mouth successes are always fun to watch. It's how it yeah. should be. Another hit for your guy, the director of Free Guy. Sean Shawn Levy. Sean Levy. Sean Levy. He's, he's, he knows how to do this kind of stuff. Uh, Paul Patrol, the movie, which No and I, have you seen the trailer for this?
1: No. No, no I've, I've, never, I've never come across any sort of advertisement for this movie other than like standees and theater lobbies.
0: And yet $13 million. I mean, you know, I was. You could say it's surprising, but this is the kind of like huge kid brand that, like, it's not surprising. They just didn't advertise it to what we were watching, right? And yeah, so yeah, that's incredibly good uh, performance. Jungle Cruise continues to drop, tiny thirty, just under thirty-two percent. That's going to break a hundred million next weekend. A lot of milestones are going to be crossed next weekend. We'll have a new episode then, and also. How how, how small can these free guy drops get? Is it going to start to level off? Or uh, does it continue this incredible run? And Candyman promised last year to be a huge breakout sequel. It is a sequel, but a breakout horror hit. Is that still the case in this current climate? We'll find out. I have a good feeling about it. I really hope it does well. That'll be next week. Uh, But until then... Here it is, the 18th episode for the weekend of August 24th through 26th, 2018. We'll see you next week, everybody. Uh, Enjoy. This weekend at the box office, a crazy small drop. The Happy Time Murders lives up to part of its title, and just over 300,000 people found out what AXL stands for. We're going over everything that happened at a theater near you on this, the 18th episode of What's in the Box Office. Q theme music. Hello everyone and welcome to What's in the Box Office, your weekly look at movies and the money they make. Where each week we sit down and pour over the weekends Box Office returns and tell you what we think they mean for the industry at large. I'm your host Brian. And
1: I'm your host Noah and my guess is that the part of the title that Happy Time Murders Live Up To mm-hmm. is that it does occupy an amount of time. Correct. <laughs> AXL does
0: stand for something, right? It is an Uh, abbreviation. Oh, yeah, it does.
1: Autonomic Extreme uh, (laughs) Labrador. No,
0: it's worse than that. They're all... Two of them are verbs and one's a noun. It stands for attack, exploration, and logistics. So someone just saw those letters together and thought, that's cool, and then threw an idea around it, and they
1: were like, hmm, what should that stand for? How... How do you make a robot dog that's an acronym and the L isn't Labrador? It's not. It doesn't look like a Labrador, though, does it? I don't think it looks like any dog. I no, think it looks like know. a giant robot monster. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> it sold over three hundred thousand tickets this weekend. Noah, give us our top ten, please. Ah, uh, well, I'm just going to keep it to five. I think this week. <laughs> <But> <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Number one was Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, in its second weekend, it made twenty-five million dollars, which was a five-point-seven percent drop, bringing it to seventy-six point eight million. Take that in, folks, because it won't come up again. This podcast, you guys can't see, it, but I did one of those things in cartoons where they go, "What?" Yeah, uh, shake he your head back and forth. He was—I w- I wanted to wait until he was going to drink water, yeah. but I just—that's uh, the time, first the I'm time hearing it <laughs> two was The Meg, which made $13 million in its third weekend, a 38% drop, bringing it to 105.3 total. Number three was the opening of Happy Time Murders, which made 10. Number four was Mission Impossible Fallout, and in its fifth week it made $8 million, a 25% drop, bringing it to 193.9. And number five, Disney's Christopher Robin, not to be confused with Marvel's Christopher Robin. Made $6.3 million in his fourth weekend, a 28.5% drop, bringing it to 77 Seven. Okay. Okay. Uh, I didn't write this down okay. for
0: our spotlights, and I want to mention it now before I forget it. Yeah. The Meg this weekend crossed $400 million. I feel like I'm not on am mic. $400 million, because I was leaning that way. Uh, 408 to be exact, worldwide. Okay. Solo A Star Wars Story total made 392 now uh-huh. I think any point in time uh-huh probably I guess before solo came out if you had said the Meg will make more money than solo a Star Wars story I feel like no one on earth I feel like everyone involved in the meg yeah including like the people who's who need to sell the movie -hmm you could get the person who's in charge of marketing the Meg, who's the hype man for the Meg, and they'd go no. And yet here we yeah. are. That's a weird thing to wrap my mind around.
1: The fucking oh god, what a! I'd forgotten about Solo. Yeah, it's just it's it's gone it's gone for yeah. me entirely. Mm-hmm. And like I I know I know in my mind like oh yeah Solo didn't do well, but it's just it's I feel like that happened twenty years ago. <laughs> It's the Megs world now, and we're just living in it for now until it eats us. Now, our top
0: story. Crazy Rich Asians falls a, a draw, I can't even speak, a jaw-dropping 5.7% in Weekend 2. I wouldn't be surprised that when totals come out on Monday, which uh-huh. is probably when you're listening to this, it's less than that. Sure. Okay, so that that's another $25 million in its bank, a $77 million total. Okay. Uh, this isn't just a film having legs and being well-liked. This isn't just a zeitgeist moment yeah. in cinema. This is rarefied air that we're breathing for this kind of movie. This is once-in-a-great-while box office performance. This would be different if we were talking about a f- an indie film expanding or if we were in the 80s. And a movie made $8 million in its opening weekend, uh-huh. and then made seven and a half the next weekend. Sure. This is completely different. For, for films... Okay, stay with me here, because this is really impressive. For films whose second weekend didn't fall on a holiday or wasn't released during the holiday season, mm-hmm. i.e. November and December, Christmas right. and Thanksgiving... Crazy Rich Asians had the third smallest drop for any film ever in over 3,000 theaters. And those other two films were animated, Puss in Boots and Brother Bear. So those are completely different circumstances. For films in over 2,000 theaters, it had the seventh smallest drop of any film in history. That's banana sauce. That's insane to me. This is something that doesn't happen anymore. This is the kind of drop... This kind of drop and exposure and consistent interest in something, is this is something that used to happen to well-liked studio films like The Sixth Sense and The Fugitive, both of which opened in August and mm-hmm. had very small, close to this number drops. In Weekend 2, in our world of instant gratification and front-loaded viewing experiences, movies that build week after week have become rare. Wonder Woman, Get Out, A Quiet Place, Bad Moms. It can still happen, and it's exciting when they do, but A Quiet Place opened with $50 million and legged it to $188 million, which was insane from earlier this year, and an enormous success. It was a great opening, and it held on to it. Crazy Rich Asians opened to half that and might pass that total.
1: That's crazy.
0: what women want is currently the second highest grossing romantic comedy of all time and Crazy Rich Asians might pass that when this is all said and done to become the second highest grossing romantic comedy of all time when your movie suddenly has the pressure of saving an entire film genre on its shoulders this is how you handle it yeah this I, I can't Tell anybody, like, if you know, people were predicting this would make 17 in its second weekend uh-huh. after last weekend, 17, 18 drops 30%. What a great hold! This is stunning that it sold almost the exact same amount of tickets in the three day period, and it will only continue to do this. This is a better hold than Bridesmaids and The Help and movies that made about 20 million and then just kept going. This is complete, those all dropped 20 to 30. And held steady. Next weekend, we have a holiday weekend coming up. I don't know what's going to happen. This
1: is crazy. Is there a is there a chance it happens again?
0: No, I, no. I, I
1: like like a five percent. No, because that would be, like, I mean, would be like
0: what like twenty two, yeah. Something like that. No, but I can see it making like nineteen or eighteen. All right, especially over the four day, it might make twenty. Nothing's coming out. I don't know. I maybe it. This is. Something people are seeing and liking. You don't, you don't liking.
1: think Kin is going to eat into the, uh, no. the same demographic. <laughs> no.
0: Um, but, uh, you know, we. <laughs> when people say. No, when people say I don't talk to anybody about the box office. But when I tell people I follow the box office, they understand why. This is why. This is crazy. And it's fascinating to think about what set this in motion. It gives you the feeling of people enjoying movies and theaters, which is wonderful. It's a success story. It's for a well-deserved movie and a well-deserved, you know, concept and execution and importance. This is this is really, really cool and interesting to me, I'm and that's a, why this podcast exists because
1: it's interesting to me. I'm curious. Uh, gut reaction, gun to your head. Bigger box office story this summer. Uh, Second weekend of Crazy Rich Asians or opening weekend of Solo? Oh.
0: I feel like Solo. Okay. Because we knew Crazy Rich Asians was a success from last weekend. And Solo um, was such a stunning failure but I think that if we just put however much this movie is going to make by the end, mm-hmm. which is going to be well over one fifty, and could could inch toward two hundred if it continues to hold, um, I think that that's a bigger story than anything has to do with Soul. Okay, <laughs> like if if this movie, which proves so many things that romantic comedies are viable in theatrical uh, environments, that people will go that. Uh, movies with diversity as its uh, in its cast can attract an audience, and also people will go. I think the biggest takeaway for Hollywood is people who aren't Asian will go see movies with Asian people in it. People yeah. who aren't African American will go see movies African Americans in it. That doesn't matter if the story is there and if you market it well and it's and it's good and it's something people want to see. So I think that narrative. Um, is bigger, especially with how big it is. If, if it opened, you know, and it made 140, I think everyone would be like, that's in, that's insanely good. I think this is something completely different. This is going to be... I say this a lot, but this is going to be one to really watch. Especially because yeah, it's going to have zero competition for a very long time.
1: I mean, this is, this is, like, the the most definitive way possible that you could dispel the notion that I'm sure... I'm sure someone... Uh, I'm sure someone in a uh, uncomfortably powerful position... Mm-hmm. Uh, had the kind of thought of like all right sure crazy rich asian's made uh, made what it did in its opening weekend but like there's this there's a there's a bunch of there's a bunch of asian people that want to go see the asian movie and now they have and it's done and uh i just mean this is so like if you were if you were trying to craft proof against that ridiculous idea yeah uh, this would this would be too much to hope for. <laughs> yeah, and it yeah. make it makes the same amount again. Yeah, this uh, is, but here we are. And I want to say
0: a few more points, and I want your opinion on it. But seventy six million, which is its domestic total now, mm. would be an enormous success as a total. Sure, like if this movie came out and grossed twenty, it was supposed to gross twenty five million. Over 23 25 over its five day, it ended up doing 35. So, if it made 23 to 25 million over its five day and then made about 80 million dollars, everyone would be like, Oh, it was just as big a hit as we could have imagined. What sure. a brilliant success story! This is 10 days, this is nothing now. This is now a drop in the bucket. Um, I bet now they're just the producers just wishing that they had released this over Christmas because then we wouldn't have to wait a weekend to get those. Uh, those giant weekday numbers. So, especially because it's a family movie. Um, all right. So, I want to go back to the smallest second weekend drops because I really think that that's that's a and you know it's it's not even to me it it's not even about making another twenty five million on a weekend. A lot of movies make that much, sure, but they're usually a bigger deal. It's it's that minus five point seven change that I honestly have never seen before at the top of a chart for something. Like this, which is not, you know, if, if on Box Office Mojo, the small second weekend drops, most of them, up until about 48, are uh, increases, not decreases, the drops. Yeah. Because either, as I said, they're during the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, usually over Christmas, because they open on weird days, like, they'll open on a Tuesday, so its opening weekend is technically, like, its fourth day in theaters. Sure. Um, Or it's a holiday, which bumps it up. Like, a surprising uh, uh, movie on here would be Mother's Day, which rose 32.5% in its second weekend. Well, the next weekend was Mother's Day. Yeah. So if we take out... And this is for over 2,000. And usually, when you think of a wide release, it's about 1,700, 2,000 is considered wide. Okay. So, this is all wide Mm. releases. So, excluding seasonal, which is basically middle of November, which is um, the second weekend would be Thanksgiving, to the end of December. If we're taking out those movies, we have the following movies that have uh, made, that have dropped less than. Crazy Rich Asians. So the first one is My Dog Skip, which made six million its opening weekend. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry, which made five million its opening weekend and then six its second weekend. So that's different because yeah. those
1: numbers are tiny. So it's much easier to go up
0: from five. Correct. Um, and then we have a movie called The Supernova. Which never I've heard never heard of, heard of. Supernova came out in 2000. Did it. Angela Bassett was the star of it. It was a PG 13 sci fi thriller. Its budget was 90 million dollars. It
1: That's made too
0: much. <laughs> it made five million in its opening weekend. It was it opened over President's Day, I guess. It was in January 2000, and then uh, I guess increased. I don't know. So all right, so we got that, um, and then uh, leap. Okay. Leap? Of course, I remember leap. Right, that was four point eight million to four point seven. But I think even that was um, Labor Day, so even that's a, a no go. Uh, Puss in Boots, I already mentioned. Again, we're talking about animated, but those, those that was a big deal. That was 30, 30, um, 4 million to thirty three. So those are big numbers. Yeah. Um, but again, it's animated. The Sixth Sense, which was just a cultural phenomenon, twenty six to twenty five. Very similar to Crazy Rich Asians. Um, and then the Fugitive, which opened with twenty-three and then made twenty-two. That's it. Those are the movies. You you you, you know, you take weird ones like Supernova and My Dog Skip, which are just tiny yeah. amounts, and then you what do you have left? You have the Sixth Sense and the Fugitive, which are two incredibly successful The Fugitive made $183 million in nineteen ninety three. That's four hundred and eleven million today. And The Sixth Sense, we all know, is one of the biggest movies of all time and a giant success story. And that had the buzz of a twist that nobody saw coming. Yeah. And adjust for inflation, The Sixth Sense made five thirty three. So
1: Crazy Rich Asians
0: is in the same
1: ballpark as these movies. And that's a that's really good company to be in. You know,
0: last week we were talking about well, it opened similarly to The Help, and it's a crowd pleasing movie. Yeah. So if it tracks like The Help, The Help dropped twenty. This is five. This is completely... And and by the way, all of these movies nominated for Best Picture. The Hell the Sixth Sense and Uh The Fugitive. Just saying. Um, Most popular movie category, Cough Cough. So, Uh having said all of this, I, you know, this is why I love this stuff and it makes Uh me warm inside, but you as the novice, because that's the gimmick of our show, how how does this ring to you, being someone who doesn't really care or follow the box office? What does this say? Is this, you
1: know... I mean, it's what are your uh, thoughts on it? it's clear it's clearly very impressive. You know, I don't uh, I don't follow super closely, but I follow closely enough to know that uh, that Red Five is weird. <laughs> That's not how that usually looks. No, uh, it's it's very unusual for movies to make the same amount of money two weekends in a row, mm-hmm. uh, as you've you've just uh, very well established. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, I think it's cool. I'm I'm glad to. Uh, I'm glad the movie has that kind of success. I'm glad it's good. Yeah. This is, you know, this is I think uh, one of the one of the biggest differences between uh, between you and I box office-wise. Mm-hmm. So I think it's fair to say that even if Crazy Rich Asians was pretty bad, I won't say awful, but if it was pretty bad, yeah. you would uh, you would still be uh, I think you would still be very happy. You would still yes. be uh, very happy with the same result uh, that Crazy Rich Asians is this huge sort of uh, historical hit. Yeah. I, uh, I, I prefer when, uh, movies that are also, uh, very, uh, very well and thoughtfully made are the ones that get rewarded. That's why something like, uh, a quiet place was such a fun story for me, Right. is because it's a it's a big deal and it's just it's cool, but it's also really good. Right, it's why Get Out was such a uh, similar thing, Mission Impossible, because it's such a uh,
0: that's not a surprise. Such yeah. a good movie,
1: no, but yeah, I mean that's why I'm I'm glad Wonder the Mission Woman. Impossible franchise keeps having success. Yeah, because uh, because it deserves it. Yeah. If uh, you know, if, if the new Terminator movie, whenever right. that comes out, opens to. Three hundred million dollars. Uh, I'd think like, well, I mean, that's that's impressive. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But like, I wish I I wish it hadn't because right. uh, spoilers from the future. The new Terminator <laughs> movie sucks.
0: Well, what's interesting about that notion is like, if Crazy Asians was terrible. Yeah. Or if the new ter- or if Terminator, whatever they have a title, I don't know if they have. If Terminator whatever.
1: Retribution, but with a J. <laughs>
0: Um, if that opens to two hundred million dollars, let's say, uh, it's not that I, I'm certainly going to be you know I won't be jumping up and down, yeah. But in a sense, I will be because I'll just be fascinated as to why the fuck that happened uh-huh. when the Terminator before couldn't oh, barely crack, did not crack a hundred. In, in America, and this opens to more than double that. So in that sense, like if Crazy Rich Asians was awful but making this much, it'd be like, why? Who keeps going to see it though if it's that yeah. terrible? Like there is a it's part a, of me that would. It's, I mean, it's yeah. it's
1: it's certainly a fascinating story either way. But if <clears throat> if Crazy Rich Asians sucked, yeah, uh, my my reaction would basically be like, oh, that's that's neat. Yeah, uh, I, I wish it was a better movie. Yeah, but now my reaction is, oh shit, good for them. I hope uh, they not, not I hope they make another one. They're making another one today. Yeah. Well, it's they're the they're, they're, yeah. Scrambling. Yeah. they're scra- scrambling. the Jets. They if they were if they were smart
0: they'd get it in theaters next year. Uh but
1: yeah, I just Actually, I yeah, don't. I hope
0: next year's way too easy. there's nowhere to release yeah, it next year. Full of Disney movies. Don't. It's full of everything. Don't do it next
1: year. Uh but yeah, I'm uh, so I'm I'm very happy for yeah. them. I think it's it's nice.
0: Continuing our opening weekends, or just starting it for the first time, The Happy Time Murders opened with $10 million. That's Wilson McCarthy's lowest opening weekend ever. Looks like Melissa and The Rock, who starred together in Central Intelligence, are going to need the same advice after the summer. Pick better scripts. She, had a, ca- she had a cameo at the end of that. She Was she, she, like, in the parking garage? No. She played, when they finally got to the reunion... She played someone who he had always had a crush That's on. That's right. She did. a friend did. Yes. Oh yeah.
1: Right. Yes. He was All naked. Right. I got so, you.
0: Um, they're going to need the same advice, which is pick better scripts. Now, uh-huh. since she writes most of hers, uh, <laughs> <Goo>. <laughs> and the Happy Time Murders seem like a home run on paper, yeah. I don't really know if it's, she should follow the same advice, but it would just be pick better projects. It had a C-minus cinema score. My mother loved it. Uh, audiences weren't interested, and the ones that were were either scared off by the bad reviews or saw Crazy Rich Asians instead. This is a miss, but not necessarily surprising in the end. I said to you, I don't know, like yesterday, that it, it, it could open to seven, and that yeah. wouldn't surprise me. So I, it's it's just a miss, which is a shame. Um, I'm now more excited to see X. my mom thought it was inexplicably hysterical. Yeah.
1: So <clears throat> I... I think it's interesting when you're looking at movies uh, in the sort of uh, the sort of lower money makers like this yeah like uh like 10 10 million uh, I think is not good no. I think that's uh, no. that's fair to say if it had made like 15 mm-hmm. uh, I think we would put it in the f- decent category yeah like that'd be fine yeah that's not like great at all but mm-hmm. uh, but no one would be panicking yeah. if happy time Murder is open to 15 and you think about like there's and this isn't this isn't exactly how it works, but say there's so there's so much money that's yeah. going to be spent on movies this weekend, and in a normal world, Crazy Rich Asians Eight, 18. makes 18, dollars make 20. Let's say 20. Okay. Crazy Rich Asians <clears throat> makes 20 million this weekend, not yeah. 25. It's still a very low drop, very good for them, uh, but isn't some kind of cuckoo bananas number. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's five million dollars just sitting there. That uh, that may have been uh, may have been spent on the Happy Time murders. And you can't forget the fact that uh, AXL mm-hmm.
0: should not be released in theaters. <laughs> sure. And so that's three million.
1: That yeah, that go was a to, mistake. To anything else, uh, Mission Impossible. I'm just yeah, get to that. But it's uh, yeah. It's just when you've got you've got such small numbers, there's this weird sort of uh, historical wrinkle uh, has. I I would guess has pretty directly contributed to moving happy time murders from yeah fine okay yeah. uh to Ugh, that's uh, that's bad. You know um and there's like there's you know the there's not there's
0: not that much you could have done about. It. A similar thing happened in February when Black Panther made all of the money anyone yeah. could ever make. So that let's say that that played like a normal MCU movie uh-huh. but like a higher tier. So that would let's say it made 380. Okay. Okay. Um and we'll say with cultural significance, we'll say 400. Yeah. That's that's one of their highest grossing movies, it's not Avengers. Yeah. So that's that's like a, that was like the normal, wow, this could make four hundred Sure. That's $300 million that could have gone to the likes of The Disappointing Grosses of A Wrinkle in Time, mm-hmm. uh, Tomb Raider, Pacific Rim, all these movies that were supposed to be the big movies of the fall, but all of the money went to one movie. So <clears throat> it is interesting. I, you know, it's the Habitat Emerges kind of thing where like it was a passion project for Brian Henson. I'm glad he got it made. I'm sure they had fun making it, or maybe not, because I think it took a while to get made. But um, at the end of the day, you know, it's not surprising. Like when you sit down and go, they made that much. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But it is disappointing. Uh, AXL opened in
1: ninth place, grossing nearly three million dollars. So that's s- a that's a lot of money in a vacuum. Three million dollars. I don't have three million. <laughs> I certainly don't. Second
0: weekends Mile 22 dropped fifty-six percent to number six in weekend two, making six million dollars. A lot of sixes I just said. A uh, twenty-five million a total. Thing. I feel like when it was greenlit, twenty-five million was the low end of what they thought they could make on opening weekend. Sure. And now they have that total. It probably won't get to forty. Pick better movies. All right, Alpha made $5.6 in Weekend 2, landing in seventh place, a 45.9% drop, a $20 million total. It's very possible that Alpha gets very close to mile 22 by the end of their runs. That would be amusing to me. <laughs> Either way... <in> f- <laughs>
1: and very different news for those two
0: movies. Either way, in five years, we're all going to be gobsmacked yeah. that
1: Alpha made around $30 million. Yeah. I think it's a... Uh... It might I be the it, success story of the summer, in my opinion. I think it's pretty funny. You imagine like the the pre production for these movies. Yeah, say they and, both know each other exists. I might clap uh, at some
0: point, killing that fly.
1: Great. Just <laughs> let everybody know. If there's a cool. loud clap. You better kill that fly then. I know. I think if you walked into the mile twenty two board meeting <laughs> yeah. and told them you guys are going to make as much as Alpha, <laughs> they would kill themselves. They say what's and Alpha? <laughs> and and like, I, it's this movie about a, the, the first dog. Yeah. And uh, and if you'd gone into the Alpha board meeting that you guys are going to make as much as mile twenty two, they'd be like, "Fucking a, we are, <laughs> and we're going to make a hundred and five yeah. million dollars." And now million it's going to come true, and neither is going to be happy about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just I, I picture myself looking through two thousand eighteen and going, "Alpha big, twenty seven million dollars," yeah. because as as things like home entertainment take over everything. Uh, movies that made that, that made this amount of money are going to become extinct. Sure. So it will be weird when a movie like Alpha made that much. Like that's cr- It's almost going to double what I think the box made totally. It's just nuts. Anyway, uh, Spotlight's Searching came out in limited release this weekend. Yeah. In nine theaters, it made 40000 Per theater, it caught my eye. Which is great. Uh, it's expanding next weekend. It's supposed to be terrific. I'm very excited to see it, and I think you all should too. Scott Mendelson from Forbes made a good point. We all champion the diversity in Crazy Rich Asians, which is a very Asian-specific story. Or are we all going to champion a movie like Searching, which didn't have to have an Asian lead, but does, for no other reason than he's the right actor for the role?
1: Yeah.
0: That's, uh, that's the true test of diversity. It's not like, I'll go... Crazy Rich Asians. That makes sense. It's in Singapore. They're all Asian in it. Yeah. Searching could star Garrett Headland, and could easily
1: star him. Are we? Are we all going to champion it? No, because uh, no one's heard of Searching, and I feel crazy like More Richie. people have heard. It's very. It's getting very good. I feel like
0: the buzz is quietly building because of its okay. good reviews. Uh, I'm hoping this helps. This 40 million buzz here. Yeah, that 40, be a- 40, 40 million you know 40,000 dollars average worth of people yeah. are now telling their friends about the movie mm-hmm. hope them that's
1: yeah cool. i i hope it's good and i i i find it kind of inexplicable how into john Cho i am mm-hmm. cuz like i I've, I've, I've seen him around we've all seen him around uh i've, I've never no. seen harold and kumar the first one's okay uh, yeah and i mean like pe- people love it i remember uh,
0: 2004 i was 13 at yeah. summer camp We'd get the Sunday paper, and I, I love uh, papers back then, and their movie sections on Sundays were full of posters with you know crap uh-huh. stuff on them. Sure. And I didn't have a computer at camp, so I looked at it the day that came out, and they had a huge you know full. It was the first weekend, and it was full of critics that I've heard of saying how great it was, and I was like shell shocked. I was like, what? And it was like two giant thumbs up, hysterical.
1: Says Time, I'm, like, what are you all talking about?
0: But
1: I saw it and it was okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I've just I've never yeah. I've never seen anything that made me like, yeah, I'm a big John Show fan. I didn't uh I didn't watch selfie. You didn't fall in uh, love with the the MILF guy? No. From uh, American Pie? No, I did not. Uh, uh he's uh, he's fine in the Star Trek movies, but I think he's a pretty uh he's a pretty unremarkable yeah. part of them all. But like he's just he keeps popping up here and there. And I just got, I got really excited about it. I got really excited when he was in Gemini, which was like a fine movie. But uh just him as him as like a noir detective, it was like, yeah, yeah, I really want that <laughs> And now like a a a movie that I I think exclusively stars John Cho and like some teenage girls on Skype, uh and just like this weird little thriller, I'm like, yeah, there's nobody I want in that movie but John Cho. And I don't know why, but it's true. Yeah, I'm excited for it. comes
0: out uh, next week, and this is a good start for it. Uh, Incredibles 2 are march towards $600 million. Ooh, I th- It might happen next weekend with the Labor Day. It made uh, $1.6 this weekend. It has 597 total. Mm-hmm. I feel like with that extra bump on Monday, we might get it.
1: Yeah, I... I... I think so too. I also think this is a uh, this is one of those times when uh, Disney might flex their muscles. Yeah, maybe. And be like, yeah, you know, we're we're we, three mil, we're three million away. It's a holiday weekend. And let's. We, uh, and, and we don't want this to become a twenty two week journey. Yeah, yeah, let's put uh, let's put Incredibles in fifteen hundred theaters right now, Which, and see what happens. Cough, cough. They should.
0: But next weekend, by the way, is going to have a lot of. Spotlights. A lot of milestones yeah. going to cross next weekend, so we'll talk about those. But yeah, Incredibles is on its way. And finally, I wanted to look up a film that is officially out of theaters, that finally crossed the milestone that I was talking about very early on in this podcast without me even knowing about it, and that's Blockers. It ended with sixty million dollars. Hi. It was taking a while to happen. It opened with twenty, which was on the lower end of what people thought. Yeah. Because people don't spend twenty-eight million dollars seeing these movies anymore. But now it has sixty on a twenty-one million-dollar budget. Sixty here and worldwide, ninety-three million dollars. That's a terrific turn of profit. It's a solid little hit, start starring no one of you know significant box office note. Sure. None of those people can open a movie. Leslie Mann's the closest, but she's been the supporting player in all of the ones that she's opened well. So it was a it was just a movie that was really good. It's still really good. And if you haven't seen it, you should go check it out. It's still holding on to my top ten. So I'm really happy that across that milestone. They don't make a lot of movies like that anymore and they certainly don't make a lot of them that's still kind of pulling that dough. So Good for
1: blockers. Absolutely. I agree.
0: Alright, before we move on, a quick word from our sponsor. This episode of What's in the Box Office is brought to you by The Box. When adjusted for inflation, made almost twenty million dollars. Sloth Sloth-like, <laughs> a convoluted string of ludicrous events that will take writer director, Richard Kelly, years to live down, screams the Georgia Strait. The box, find it, if you can. Come right. and gone from go ahead. That's I mean, that's that's finally an appropriate review of the box. <laughs> Sloth-like, a convoluted string of ludicrous events that will take writer-director Richard Kelly years to live down?
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's better. Not do you a... write for the Georgia Strait? Uh, no, but I do scream. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, coming on from
0: a theater near you, yeah. please take us back in time.
1: All right, uh, well, this week I'm going to take us back to the uh, same point in time we went to last week. We're going back to 2005. Uh, Don't make me guess again.
0: No, uh okay. Well I mean No, you was, can. Did I already guess it last week?
1: Uh well la- I mean last week you got the opener. Uh and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make you guess what it was. Uh you say it then? Yeah, it was uh it was the forty year old version. <sighs> I uh I brought it up because I uh I compared them, you know oh, that
0: I thought last week when trying to guess the forty year old version, I guessed this week. So you're like, no, that hasn't opened yet. That was my no, question. Okay, no, you okay. did not yeah,
1: you did it. not guess uh what opened this week. Okay. <laughs> uh but yeah, I, I sort of, I compared it to the forty-year-old version, saying like, you know, this number isn't sort of uh, uber impressive on yeah. its face, but when you put it in the put it in the context of this movie, that's like a, that's like still a big uh, a big part of our culture. It uh, it helps it helps you realize that Crazy Rotations made a good amount of money. Yep. and now I think this is a you know the the forty-year-old version. I went back and. Uh, I went back and looked at this week and uh, every year since 2000, mm-hmm. and the 40-year-old version had the smallest drop. Yeah, uh, in its uh, in its second weekend, and it dropped 24 uh, percent. And so you know, I just I thought it was interesting that last week I was thinking like you know, Crazy Rich Asians is is kind of in the ballpark of Forty Year Old Virgin, and now just one week later, it might be it might be more like you know that Forty Year Old Virgin movie is kind of in the ballpark of Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah,
0: it
1: it's is quick. It has quickly uh, cemented itself in uh, in the annals of history. It's similar to to the Help thing. You know, it uh-huh. like, could
0: leg it out like the Help, and now it's like. Is this the fugitive again? <laughs> is this gonna is this the sixth Sense? It's gonna be two hundred and fifty million dollars. Um, yeah, it is Come weird. On. Well one weekend can do what what else opened this weekend? Uh
1: all right, so uh, one movie that I do not recall at all <sighs> called The Cave. Okay. A
0: horror uh, movie, I guess?
1: Probably. Uh horror yeah, uh a horror movie, it looks like uh, the cave it's made see. by screen gems it's yeah, definitely a horror movie pg-13 it stars uh oh it stars uh cole hauser morris chestnut oh. lena heady and piper parabo oh my god uh, oh daniel de oh really good for him <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, st- i still i still don't know what the cave the fucking cave is it's a horror. I don't know. Uh, I'm looking at the Wikipedia. It doesn't help me. But we also got a Matt Damon movie. Brothers that Grimm. That also has Lena Headey the in it. The Brothers it's Grimm. The Brothers Grimm, yes.
0: That's right. Of course. Him and
1: uh, Heath Ledger. Yeah. Terry Gilliam. Yeah. yeah. Brothers Grimm made uh, $15 million. That was a big bomb. How much did that cost? That cost $88. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, no one cares about shouldn't fairy tales. Have, shouldn't have spent that. If there's, if there's one service that yep. I can offer to Hollywood... Yeah. It's a sort of outside consulting agency where people come to me and they think, they say, we're we're considering spending this much money on this movie. Mm. And here's like a quick, like, 30 seconds about what that movie is. And I can tell them you shouldn't do that. <laughs> or like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Come, come to me and be like we're making a new Blade Runner. We've got all the artistic. Uh, we've got a good, a good star. We've got a a, a big, a big name, a sort of buzzy director. Harrison Ford's back. Uh, and I'm like, myself oh, a star of all time. Oh great, possibly. go ahead and do that. We're gonna spend 150 million. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> do, yeah. don't. Terry Gilliam has made how many hit movies? Is yeah, gone? I got it. Okay. Yeah. You want you want to make the Brothers Grimm for 40 million dollars? Uh, Maybe Fine, yes. you're gonna have to sell yeah, the reach,
0: shit out of the international rights. reach first. for the stars yeah. but
1: 88 no. nah <laughs>
0: fucking bananas it's crazy alright uh, Noah Domus you ready I'm ready how'd very you do ready. this
1: week bad Got but it. I blame crazy rich Asians because sure. again a happy time murders uh, through note, it could have done nothing different it yeah. could have just existed as it was it made 15 and I would have been pretty close I said 19 you did uh, which still would have been wrong but like pretty close yeah uh, but no, it was a, AXL. It was bad. We didn't do AXL. It was just happy time. Oh, thank God. Okay, <laughs>
0: uh, perfect. Then I have a new. Oh, I should have done some research. All right, I'll pull it up real quick. I, I we're not doing a new movie. We're not doing five day Operation Finale. That opens okay. on Wednesday. Uh We're not thank doing. God. We're not doing Kin. We are instead doing um, the four day. So you're gonna do four day, including Labor Day. Yeah. Uh, The four-day third weekend of Crazy Rich Asians. All right. Is what you're gonna guess. Yeah. So I'm gonna give you the third weekend of The Fugitive, The Sixth Sense, The Help, and would you like a fourth?
1: No, those three will do. Okay.
0: So The Help in its third weekend made, uh, which was not Labor Day, made 14 million dollars, a drop of 27 million. Okay. Uh, No. Wait. No. No. Hang on. I guess it was Labor Day. No, it wasn't. Next week, last weekend then. There we go. I figured it out. 14 million drop of 27. Okay, and it it was uh, against the opening weekend of Colombiana. Okay. Don't be afraid of the dark and our idiot brother. Gotcha. The Fugitive's third weekend was also not Labor Day. And it made eighteen million, a drop of nineteen point one, and it opened against Hard Target with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Okay. Which opened to ten. I'll just adjust that for inflation board, which would have been twenty two. Okay. And the Sixth Sense, in its third weekend, which also is not Labor Day, made twenty million dollars, a drop of sixteen point one against the thirteenth
1: warrior, okay. which started Antonio Banderas.
0: Uh,
1: <coughs> real quick, give me again what uh, the help Uh, Was up against in its third weekend. Colombiana, all right. Uh, Which made ten million. Sure, two thousand eleven. All right, so we are going to say, uh, five day, four day, four day. Yeah. Uh, Oh shit! These extra days. These extra days. (laughs) Crazy Rotation is going to make uh twenty-three million dollars and it's four day. Holy shit. Okay, four uh, day. Got it. Yeah. All right. I believe that's uh, that's roughly mm-hmm. a fifteen percent drop. Market uh, Okay. Though I mean it, do you do you compare when you're doing the drop, do you compare the number of the four day just against this weekend? Um you I mean Box Office Mojo has
0: it where it's you could do it. You could look at it as a three-day and a four-day. Okay. So I feel like because it's a Monday, I feel like they they would do the four-day. Okay. So that's fine. You could do that.
1: All right. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say twenty-two and a half. It's my final my final offer. Okay. Twenty-two four day. point five Got for it. the four-day. It's a ten percent drop. Perfect. I think we're. Uh, I think we're looking at. Uh, Looking at similar uh, similar trajectory to uh, your fugitive, your six cents, but certainly uh, six
0: cents, yeah.
1: But there's just there's nothing there's nothing there's nothing to stop it. Uh, even even the help, I think uh, I think Colombiano would be a uh, bigger impediment than kin. To, to Crazy Rich Asians third weekend than Ken and Operation
0: Finale, yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, that's a good uh, okay. Mark it down. It's All right. marked. we right, we're gonna do early reactions where well, we watch a trailer. That Noah has not seen before. Uh, this is slightly different. He has. This is the second trailer for Widows, the Steve McQueen film, starring by Ola Davis and a bunch of other people. He, he has seen the first trailer. He has not seen this second one. So he's going to watch the second trailer, give us an instant prediction of what it'll make on opening weekend. So we're going to do that now. We're going to turn the mic off and turn it back on after watching it. But, as always, it'll be seamless. All right, Noah, Widows Trailer 2. What did you think, first of all, of the trailer?
1: All right, the trailer's incredible. The movie is going to be incredible. Uh, Fucking, there's so... There's so many things that seem great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Viola Davis is, uh, is of course, great. Yeah. She's great in everything. Mm-hmm. She'll be great in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if the movie turns out to not be as good as we all hope it will be, she'll still be great. Yeah. Uh, it's, so, it's so cool that, like, Brian Tyree Henry is... Uh, is going to become a name after this. <laughs> yeah. Not like not like an A list or anything, right, but right, uh, right. people will have heard of him because. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert for my uh, prediction, but uh, I think "Widows" is going to do well. Yeah. Uh, at least I think I think it's going to do well. Uh-huh. Uh, Kaluya uh, is he's. Kaluuya is my favorite part of both of he, these. Trailers. He doesn't say he's anything. Heart, he doesn't this. say anything. He has one scene heart, in this, just he,
0: him looking at the basketball player.
1: Yeah, and it's that it's, it's him terrifying. standing at the funeral right, uh, right. with uh, Tyree. But yeah, he's uh, he's hardly in it. But he's got this. Uh, he sort of, he sort of like exudes a weird, terrifying charisma. Yeah. in a way that like you look at you look at his performance and Get Out. As, which was great but just so reserved right. he exuded nothing and gout mm-hmm. uh, and here he just he can't he cannot contain the personality that's inside of him which is uh, so cool that I think we're gonna see that side of him as an actor I'm going to make a two-part prediction here if I may okay and then I'm gonna talk about it okay uh, the first prediction is that uh, I believe "Widows" will open to thirty-eight million dollars. Okay,
0: comes out November sixteenth.
1: Yes, uh, and again, the the important part of their prediction is that I think "Widows" is going to do well. So, if that's uh, not that impressive of a number, would you say uh, thirty-eight?
0: That's very good. Okay, good.
1: I that, thought it was. I thought it would that, be very good. That would
0: be excellent for this movie. That's, I don't think it's outside the. It's opening against Fantastic Beasts. I don't think that's uh-huh. outside the realm of possibility, though. Okay. Thirty-eight. All right, but that's that's a that's a higher end. But yeah, All right. good. That's
1: doable. That's, that's what I was going for. It's uh, I also think that Daniel Kaluuya will be nominated for an Oscar again. Oh, I don't think I think so. two years in a row. I think he's. I think, uh, his, I think
0: his roles this big. No, I this think it's, he, uh, he filmed this before Get Out. Yeah, was released. Okay. So nobody knew a thing. You know, we knew a thing. I think, Steve McQueen saw footage from Get Out. Possibly no. Steve McQueen saw him on a miniseries he did. Steve McQueen hadn't even seen Get Out. Okay. So I think based on that, he it's a tiny part that they're now thrilled that he's in. Yeah. <laughs> but that's but uh, he looks very good in it.
1: That might be true, but uh, people people get nominated for tiny parts before sure. eight minutes I of think, screen time. Uh, she won an Oscar for. I think Kaluya's okay. is a big deal. Um,
0: this might be my second favorite trailer of the year. Okay. Behind Fallout, uh, I love. I'm in love with this trailer. I love everything about it. I love that music. I love the way it's edited. I you, you know me. I'm a sucker f- for two things in trailers: music cues and and titles. Yes. And I when that Steve McQueen pops up. Mm-hmm. It's jarring, and I love how big the letters are, and it's powerful, and every name... I love that they give everybody a name card. I love name cards, and they give everybody a name card, and it looks so fucking good. I get get jazzed when she says, my husband left the plans. Uh Uh-huh. I get jazz. I'm like, oh, that's such a good premise for a thing. (laughs) She knows the plans. He left them in their perfect plans because he's really good at what he did. But they're not good. They have to learn to be good. Oh, fuck, dude. I'm so, it's going to be so fucking good. And Steve McQueen is an absolute genius and he has not missed yet. And the last movie he was in won the Oscar for Best... Well, he directed won the Oscar for Best Picture. Yeah. So there's no doubt in my mind this movie's going to be amazing. Say what you want about Gillian Flynn. She's good at times, and she's not good at times. Steve McQueen at the helm. I cannot wait. So I uh,
1: I also... I didn't uh, I didn't know that uh, this woman was in the movie, but uh, I noticed the name of Cynthia Erivo? Yeah, I don't know Erivo? who that is, do you? Uh, well, I don't know who that is, but uh I recognize her name from the poster of Bad Times at the El Royale. Oh she's in that. Uh she is in that. Oh
0: she's the she's... one in that with the line at the end, where she says like no shit or something.
1: Uh yeah, I think I think that's uh It's a that's right. She she plays a woman named Darlene Sweet in that uh so I'm expecting, because uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. Uh, forget talk, i forget if we've talked. I forget if we've talked about I mean. on air. But uh, it's is if you were to if you were to uh, open up my brain in a <laughs> yeah, lab exactly. and yeah. uh, and t- and tailor make. I a said movie, that to you when I showed
0: you the trailer. I'm like this is your trailer. Yeah, this is yeah. Uh, when I showed you the trailer. I prepared it this, this is, is w-
1: this is one of the uh, one of the possible outcomes. <laughs> Bad times at the El Royale. Yeah. Uh, Widows, I think, who might be uh, another one of the possible outcomes. So I think I'm going to end up a big Cynthia Erivo fan. You should fan. learn how to
0: pronounce her name, though.
1: Well, uh, she needs some movies to come out. She's not been in a movie yet. Bad Times uh, of
0: the Al also has the uh, Parks and Recreation reunion we've been waiting for of Nick Offerman and Jim O'Hare. Sure.
1: Didn't know Jim O'Hare was in that movie. <laughs> I didn't either. He uh, plays someone named uh, Milton Wyrick. Good. Uh, this, uh, the Cynthia woman has been in five episodes of television. Okay. Uh, the end. Uh. She's a Broadway actress. Okay. Uh, yeah, she was in, uh. Color Purple. She won a Tony three, for Best Actress th- in a Musical. She was in three shows I haven't heard of. She was also in an episode of Broad City. Oh, she, cool. Who, she, what episode? Uh, Bed Bugs. Okay. In 2017, yeah. she played Lisa. Awesome.
0: Um, yeah, she's, she has a, a couple Tonys for The Color Purple. Outstanding. And a Grammy. Um, all right, movie recommendations. What should people see this week slash weekend? Well, I, I can go well, first if you want. Please. All right. Uh, for, up until Friday, 2001 A Space Odyssey is in select IMAX theaters. Hey. If you have not seen it do that because it is a mind-bending experience it is one of the classic films of all time influential in ways you cannot understand you'll watch the movie and go i now uh, get what all of these other sci-fi movies were doing and why they were doing it it's confusing it doesn't make sense but it's a journey and an imax it will be one you won't soon forget so go see that if you're not inclined to do that next weekend searching's coming out and i'm expecting it to be good yeah so maybe do that
1: uh I don't know. I wish I I wish I had something more exciting. You know what I think it's been uh, enough mm. time that you can all revisit uh, is uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh, dude. I think it's been uh it's been a minute since you've seen it. It's been a minute not you. I know you Yeah, you a few weeks. You did you did revisit it though. I You saw it a second time. Yeah. I uh, I would like to. I uh, I intend to before it leaves. Uh and I think uh, I think many of our listeners probably uh Probably could do that as well. Yeah, it's excellent. Uh, plug us up. All right, uh, we can be found in the places where we are. You can come to our, you can come to our website, uh, what'sinthetoboxoffice dot com. You can uh, find our uh, our wonderful podcast feeds on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher. On almost anywhere, uh, almost anywhere podcasts are found, and you know what else you can do when you find podcasts is you mm. can uh, you can interact with them. Yep. You could uh, you could leave comments. You could leave uh, rates. You could leave reviews. Uh, five stars, please. Then uh, in advance, thank you. Uh, but if nothing else, subscriptions are are very well welcomed. Yep. You can uh, you can visit us on the uh, on the social medias. You can go to Instagram. You can go to Twitter. Uh, Wit office is our name. Uh, sharing our podcast is our game. Uh, Very nice. You and I both. Uh, you and I both use Twitter uh, in a uh, relative degrees of occasionally. Uh, and if you wanted to follow either of us, uh, you could find me uh, at Noah Drukey uh, because I didn't. Uh, didn't spend too long creating my handle. Hey, you got
0: Noah Drewkey. I don't even have my name. I'm at Brian Dusserber. D-A-S-U-R-B-E-R.
1: Yeah, the other, there is a Brian Serber out there, but this one is Dusserber. I'm
0: Dusserber. Yeah.
1: All right, well, thank you for listening. This has been What's in the Box
0: Office. Uh, I've been your host, Brian. And I have been your host, Noah. We'll see you next week for the Labor Day results of Crazy Rich Asians and, of course, Kin. And until then, go see a movie.